0: This is a Voice in the Wilderness podcast. I'm no longer going to say the episodes because the platforms that I are, are, am on, um, it's going to be hard to keep track of them, uh, keep track of which episode is which, for the simple fact that I'm not allowed control over how I do my episodes. So I'm just going to say the title of the podcast from here on out and the topic that I'll be covering. And for this episode, I am going to cover the topic of how critical thinking skills are essential in today's society. But first the prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. All that I am, all that I have, all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, and glory, and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, in the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. So. I've covered ad nauseum on my original podcast, St. Longinus's Baptism, how modern society has lost its critical thinking skills. And... For those of you who be, be, be because it's difficult for me, actually it's impossible for me to find out if anybody goes to my original podcast, because it's still up, um, it is difficult for me to ascertain if people if i'm getting traffic from this new podcast over to my original so if you are a refugee from my original podcast and um you're coming on to this one i'm going to ask for your patience because as i said on the original podcast i cannot I cannot, I cannot assume that everyone has heard my original podcast. And just like I used to say on my original podcast, I can't assume that anyone has started at the beginning and worked their way up. Some, uh, you know, And I'm very much guilty of this. I'm very much guilty of this. You just you know, listen to a topic and then you just kind of pick your way through the podcast in no particular order. Now, I'm going to try to remember to do this disclaimer at the beginning of my new podcast. Everything that I talk about in this podcast, I have either been guilty of in the past or I'm guilty of right now, but I'm working on that particular issue. And that this is not aimed at anyone in particular. Um, If I say set of a contest, I'm not saying all set of a contest. I'm saying there's a segment of set of a contest, or Vatican II sect members, Protestants, what have you. I'm not saying it's you personally, and I'm not saying that... um, You know, it's everybody that believes the same way you do. I'm saying that there is a certain segment that I bumped into, you know, that that falls in whatever particular error I'm talking about. Now, what are critical thinking skills? It's very simple. Critical thinking skills are using logic and reason. In other words, let's just say you're on Twitter. I mean, it doesn't necessarily need to be Twitter, but let's just say you're on Twitter and somebody posts something and your first reaction is to mock and make fun of them. uh, Um. Mock and make fun of them, ridicule them, and just basically write them off because you get a bad feeling about them. You know something that they that they have written on Twitter, or if it's a podcast, have said. Well, you're not you're not using um. I'm sorry. You're you're responding to if you're responding out of feelings. In other words, let's just say the post in particular makes you mad. There's just something about it that makes you really, really mad, and your first reaction, you know, because it makes you mad, you feel angry, is to respond. Negatively, and to tune them off and to write them off, that is not critical thinking critical critical thinking means let's just say, let's just say for the sake of argument, this very same post you it 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 incites feeling of anger in you, but instead. Instead of responding with that with that emotion that you've just been given, using critical thinking skills would be, number one, asking yourself, well, why does this post or podcast make me mad? Why does it do it? Number two, whatever is being said, let's just say the person is saying that such-and-such event happened at such-and-such a time and it was um, such-and-such's fault that this thing happened. So, using logic, even though it's, you know, you, you put aside the fact that it made you mad, you put that aside, And using your logic and your reason, and let's just say, for the sake of argument, that what the person wrote, you're not even sure if it's true. You're either ignorant of the fact, or you've never heard this particular fact. So, what you you do is, is you research that particular thing. But before you research it, you need, and I hate to quote a very bad uh, movie franchise, but you, you have to search why that particular, like I said, it could be a podcast or a post, made you angry. And you have to sit and think, why did this make me angry? Now, once you figure out why it made you angry... And let's just say that it's it's a a proposed fact, but you're ignorant or you don't know anything about it. So what you do is is you research the fact to find out if it's true or not. okay? Now let's just say... That you know about the subject. Let's just say you know. And and let's just say it's something to do with medieval history. uh, The history of Christendom. And somebody makes the claim that the peasants of the high Middle Ages Christendom were no better than slaves. And you know better than that. And it makes you angry. What I'm saying here is, instead of allowing your emotions to run amok, now if it's a podcaster, if you have access to leaving him a comment, go ahead and leave him a comment. But let's just say it's on Twitter. Obviously, you have access to You know, if they're posting on your thread, you can respond. So instead of, you know, laughing at them or making fun of them or deriding them or writing them off, even though you know for a fact, and that's another thing too. Before, this is just my advice, you take it for what it's worth, before reacting that way you shouldn't be at reacting that way to begin with, but people are people. You should make absolutely certain that that person is in heir before you mock and deride him. And I'm just going to say flat out, if you're set of a contest and you're mocking and deriding another set of a contest, And by the way, it doesn't have to be another set of contests. It could be a Protestant. It could be a secular person. It could be a Vatican II member. If you're trying to be a child of Lord Jesus Christ and his blessed mother, you know, if you're even passingly familiar with your catechism— Passingly familiar with the New Testament, you know darn good and well, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong for doing that. And no amount of uh, rationalization and, well, the person, you know, uh, he made me mad. That, no, no, there's, there's no rationalization. There, there's no, you have no excuse. None. You are wrong. Period. And as I said on my original podcast, when the Protestants, the Vatican II types, and the secular people do this kind of thing, I can show them charity because they're acting out of ignorance to a certain point. But once, I get, you know, once they push me to a certain point, I'm just going to block them or do whatever I can to make sure that you know, they're not showing up. And anyhow, so if you're set of a contest, you should not be doing that. But this is a general rule of thumb. It doesn't matter if you're a true Catholic set of contest or a secularist. If somebody posts bad information, don't react emotionally. React with your reasoning, your logic. In other words, I'm just going to use my own experience. My own self as an example. Um the other day um, there's a heresy in Catholicism called phinyism. And um this 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 uh Phenist heretic left a comment. Not even to a... I didn't even leave him a post. He just decided to glom on to a reply that I'd made to another person. And... You know, basically... The the whole story doesn't matter. But basically... You know, he was calling me a heretic. And so... Instead of getting mad... I asked him a very logical... or I'm sorry, I didn't ask him. I told him. I said, if you... if you want me to take you seriously, explain to me why phineism is considered a heresy by the pre-Vatican II Catholic Church, what its root heresy was, And the other heresies that sprouted from the root that led to Phineasim. And I said, if you can answer those questions, I will take you seriously. And I never got a reply. Now, I'm not, I, I doubt very seriously the person even considered it. But I'm using it as an example. If you know what you're talking about, and somebody, you know, somebody uh, posts something that you know is an error. Um, it's very easy to react out of anger and outrage rather than deliberation and coldness of intellect, and that is that is how the majority of the population of the world. Not just isolated, you know. Not just in America. Not just in Western Europe. Not in the Middle East. Not in Africa. Everywhere, most people their their first reaction is to is to react with emotion, and if you cannot articulate why you disagree with either a uh, an episode of a podcast or, for that matter, a post on social media, if you cannot articulate without using the term, well, you know, it makes me feel, it makes me feel, if you cannot coldly and concisely list the errors of of that particular um, what you consider to be a falsehood, then you're not using critical thinking, and you are reacting out of emotion. Once again, um, you there's no excuse. There's literally no excuse because of you cannot have a debate with somebody who's reacting with emotion. And refuses to to bait you dispassionately and logically. It is impossible. And unfortunately for me, it took me a long time to learn this fact. And another key aspect of this is... I've noticed, once again, this is not a broad brush, this is certain segments. I've noticed certain segments of online culture will not, well, they'll comment on things. And it doesn't matter, you know, if it's a podcast or a Twitter account. In my case, most of my experiences on Twitter, uh, online, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, social media, they <laughs> when they react when they react emotionally, I can tell right away. You don't have to have the wisdom of Solomon you don't have to have the intellect of Einstein to figure out where they're coming from because one of two things this is the key one or two things will happen number one they will they will say things that have um they they, they, they are clearly wrong. And I'm talking about subjects that you know you're talking about. Which, by the way, using critical thinking skills, a very wise thing is to do is just to talk about what you know and admit your ignorance when you don't know it. And leave it at that. But they will post stuff that if you're knowledgeable about what you're talking about, They'll post stuff and you know right away they don't know what the heck they're talking about. But they'll do one of two things. They'll either challenge your knowledge and and act like what they just stated is the true fact of the matter. Or they will react another way. Which is to I've already talked about the mocking into writing, but another thing that they'll do is is they will uh, they'll um, they'll write you off and ignore you because it made them feel bad. It, you know, there, there's there's uh, YouTube expressions. Expression. Oh, they hurt my fifis So I'm just going to not listen to what they have to say, or I'm not going to read what they post without taking the time to at least. This is another thing too. This is this is a lesson I had to learn the hard way, and when I say the hard way, I literally mean the hard way. And this, this included people I agreed with. I had to learn that if somebody posted something online to research, you know, to go to their biography, if the, if the social media outlet had biography, to read that and look at least at a few of their posts to see where they were coming for, from. Before I wrote them on, and I just learned that recently, like within the past year. Another thing too is is checking if, if like I said, if they're stating what they think is a fact. If you're not sure, research what they're saying. But the, 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 you have to have the humility to admit that you don't know about this topic. And as I've said ad nauseum on my original podcast, a lot of people think because they got a piece of paper from the mill that they automatically assume that they know everything and nobody can tell them nothing. And I... I actually suspect in the case of homeschooled younger people that this is the case at well as well. Because if they are homeschooled by either the mother or the father, there's that emotional attachment there. And they're thinking, well, mom and dad, you know, they taught me all I need to know. And so I don't have to listen to what some rando says on, on a uh, social media or, or a podcast has to say. Because I've run into this with people that it, call themselves set of a contest. And not every set of a contest is homeschooled. But just given the tenor of some of the replies that I've received from a certain segment a set of a contest, I suspect that they were homeschooled. And so they think that they, you know, and, and heaven forbid if they were homeschooled and went to college. Heaven forbid. Because then they think that they are the font of all knowledge, not all, Certain segment, they think that they're the font of all knowledge. And, you know, if something clashes with their cherished, uh, there's an old expression, sacred cow, and it's being gored, that instead of reacting, you know, like I said, dispassionately and logically, they fly off the handle because their sacred cow is being gored. And they don't like that. And they won't even bother to check... The person's social media... To see where they're... And... and They won't even bother... Especially if it's a podcast... To even listen... To what the person has put out. And that goes along with... I have noticed... And people are people, so I'm not wigging out about this. It's just a fact of life. I advise everybody who comes on to either one of my podcasts to go ahead and check the podcast introductions to my original podcast to get a flavor of where I'm coming from and how I am. And those five segments... Are the least listened to parts of my podcast, and like i said i'm, I'm not i'm literally promising you i 'm not griping about that it 's human nature but if somebody gives you takes the time and says hey in order to get a flavor of what I'm about listen to this it's generally a good idea to listen to whatever episode they're talking about because if and I never get tired of saying this if you go into St. Longinus' baptism cold and you're a person that th- um, I'm not even going to call it think if you're the type of person that reacts with your feelings that you react not out of the what you know but what you think you know and you don't challenge your belief system, and then you go you know to this original podcast and listen to an episode cold, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised when you give one episode a listen and then you write me off as a nut or a crank. Because you're not, you're not thinking dispassionately and logically. You're thinking with your feet, feet. I'm sorry, once again, not th- feet, uh, thinking. You are literally reacting with your feet, feet and what you think you know. And I have always tried in just my existence, even before I started taking my relationship with Jesus Christ and His Blessed Mother seriously, I always tried not to comment on stuff that I had no idea about. Now, if I heard something that I did not know, or never heard before, instead of writing it off well I've never heard it before, so it can't be true. I would try to dig into it and find out at least it you know, if there's any information to be had about it. Now if the information that was posted or talked about you couldn't get any information on, I didn't write it off altogether. I just said, well there's no information on it so I can't make a definitive or as the Catholics or true Catholics would say a um, infallible judgment on it. I was literally agnostic on it on that particular issue. And that's another thing that I bumped onto and this, this has more to do with the secular crowd more than anyone else. I would when when I was heavily into politics, I was trying to tell people about the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, and if it wasn't mentioned in their favorite blogs, if uh, they couldn't find it on their on their favorite uh, search engine. Or if they did find it and it was derided on their favorite search engine, then they wrote it off. Whoa, this can't be true. And, and I especially noticed, I was like, there are YouTube videos. There are YouTube videos that talk about this. They show the actual documents. They show the actual videos. The general response I got was, oh, I ain't got time. I got better things to do. I ain't got time. I got better things to do. Well, my only complaint with that attitude was okay, just just say, just say that you're not, you know, you're not interested in doing your own research and admit your ignorance. Admit that this thing doesn't interest me. I don't I don't want to hear it. Just admit it. But don't give lame excuses that you don't have time. Because I guarantee you, 90% of the world's population maybe a little lower than that. But the majority, at least in, 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 in Western Europe and North America, they have time. If they really wanted to, they could do the research. But they'd rather be doing other things than doing the research. So it's disingenuous to claim you don't have time to look up a, uh, a topic when, when in actuality what you're trying to say is, look, it doesn't interest me. And if it doesn't interest you, once again, I have no beef. But don't deride me when I tell you about these things, but you don't want to do the research once again. Be honest, not only with me, but with yourself. This doesn't interest me, and I'd rather, you know, think about other things. But self-knowledge is the key in critical thinking skills. Because, once again, you don't necessarily need to be religious to do a self-inventory. Now, I'm going to tell you flat out, you need the right faith and you need literally the right religion to do this. Otherwise, trust me, I'm speaking from experience. I've been a Protestant. I've been a Vatican II sect member. And I've also been a um, hedonistic pagan. If you do not have the right The right religion and the right uh, dogma or doctrine for you Protestants, you may set off with the best of intentions, but one way or the other, you're not going to get to where you need to go or you want to go. That was my case. I, you know, i noticed no matter how good my intention was to Jesus Christ, I couldn't get there. But unlike most people, instead of either, well, no, I'm not going to say that. It was the grace of God that helped me get over that hurdle. And by the way, I credit everything to the grace of God because on my own. I am nothing, literally nothing. And by the way, this doesn't even need to be a internet thing. Just in your day-to-day existence, if you're not, if you do not know how to dispassionately and logically, I'm sorry, di- yeah, dispassionately and logically think, then you're never going to understand how to deal with your personal and impersonal problems. Obviously, when I'm saying in, uh, personal, I'm talking friends, relatives, uh, members of, of whatever particular community you're with. Okay? You're not going to know how to do this. In impersonal situations, I'm talking about you have a flat tire. Uh, you're... There's some issues at work you need to deal with. If you're reacting out of emotion, not logic and dispassionateness, then you're going to dig yourself deeper in a hole. And that's the best way I can put it. I can't put it any other way. And the last part of the importance of critical thinking skills. one of the major issues I I would say it's probably within the top I I will say one of the top three um, problems facing modern society is that people have been literally trained and um, conditioned To try to fit God's reality to conform with their own. Now, I know I touched on this in a previous episode on this channel. But it is worth... It is worth repeating. If you cannot deal with reality as it is... Or, I'm sorry... The bottom line of dealing with God's reality is to remember his reality is, it is what it is, as the kids say, and not what you want it to be. In other words... If you're one of these right-wingers who think that, you know, in America, that's one thing I forgot to mention in my introduction. I speak from an American viewpoint because that is what I know. And I don't want to be presumptuous and talk about any other cultures. But let's just say, as an American conservative, you're still deluded enough to think that the Republican Party is is not literally your frenemy. That is not dealing with reality as it is. It isn't. Once again, if you're having to rationalize and make excuses, you know, well, Ted Cruz, you know, he he didn't mean it. Or, um, oh, I forget what the... Oh, uh, the dude, the former naval Navy Seal with the eye patch. Oh, well, he didn't mean it. Oh well, National Review Online said this, so it has to be true. Oh, um, the uh, uh, oh, what's the name of that uh website? The Federalist. The Federalist website said this, so it has to be true. That's trying to conform reality as you want it, not as it actually is. And this is the key, the absolute key in knowing or to to breaking off from that mindset is that if you see an obvious, and I mean obvious, blinding, glaring, obvious Contradiction. And it doesn't matter where the contradiction comes from. From the religion you practice, from the, uh, from uh, whatever political stance you may or may not have, from whatever hobby you may have, from the internet itself. You know, a lot of apps say, well, we're doing this to make... uh, to to make your experience we're doing this for your safety how is collecting personal information about me making me safer online just using logic and common sense it's not making me if they're collecting my data that data can be hacked sold or given away and another component to this and I said this earlier if you have to make rationalizations or excuses for what is an obvious contradiction out of you know, like I said it doesn't matter what it is and by the way it could actually be a loved one you know, let's just say you have a teenager and The teenager gets into a fight and you've seen elements in your teenager where he has an aggressive streak and the principal or the teacher puts him under suspension or um, suspension or um, detention and... Despite the fact, despite the fact you have seen with your own two eyes the elements of aggression. And by the way, even if you haven't seen the elements of aggression, that does not necessarily mean that it isn't there. To use your uh, critical thinking skills... Okay, let's just say you're in that situation where your kid gets in a fight at school and gets detention or suspended for fighting. Just on the principle alone that they got a fight in a fight at school. There, there, there's no defending that. There's absolute, unless, unless the, your, your child's opponent hit them first. There there is no there's no rationalization and there's no um excuse They broke the rules of school, they're getting punished and distort. But even in personal relationships, people just you know, they make excuses and they make rationalisations. That if you want to learn critical thinking skills and you you know, being dispassionate, you got to throw that out the window, period. So in closing and by the way, like I said, I've covered this this particular topic. Um, it's one of the themes of my podcast, uh, my original podcast. You've got to deal with reality as it is, not as you want it to be. So um I'm going to go ahead and close. Take this for what it's worth. If you disagree with this topic, what I've said, but you gave me the full 40, I got no complaints. Once again, I'm always going to say that. I just appreciate anybody, whether they agree with me or not, who will give me a fair listen. So I want to thank you sincerely. Um. I care about everyone as much as a sinful, flawed, failed individual can care about his fellow man. I am praying for all of you and would like to see as many people get to heaven as possible. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. God bless you. Bye-bye.